Tenexer, once again, it's uh, Philip Will Stankowski for the Friday 10X Ambassador Experience podcast. As you might know, I started this podcast after I got unfortunately rejected for visa in embassy in United States. And while I was confused, shocked, angry, and mixed with all the feelings, I I was so negative at that moment. I just thought, like, how can I use this negative energy and create something positive? And then I was like. Well, you're a freelancer, you sell in the United States, you live in Macedonia in Eastern Europe. Why don't you just make an interview over Skype with the 10X ambassadors since you cannot join them there? And then I was like, why I just don't record it and make it a podcast? So guys, in this episode, we have an interesting 10X ambassador that is a mix of back with all of uh, different experience and skills he's a salesperson who works in constructions on the side he creates hip-hop dance music and also he's the responsible one that we have a notion intro and outro that was used from his famous song the road to the sale and interesting now he's starting a 10x album so i'll leave the part for better introduction to christian garfield or also known as big diesel Hi, Christian. Hey, buddy. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And thank you also for giving me the rights to use your your Road to the Sales song for intro and outro. It perfectly blends with the podcast, I think. Yeah, it, it was created for the ambassadors and, and kind of became my mission. Unannounced to me, I, I joined the ambassador group to uh, to do one song, and now uh, it's kind of become an album because I I realized how I can help more people, and uh, that's kind of my deal. It's what I love doing. So, okay, perfect. Well, that's the next thinking. <laughs> Thank you for using it, man. When I, when you hit me up and asked me, I was like, well, of course, yes, yes, absolutely, hundred percent. I appreciate it. Thank you. I love it. I, every time I, I just play the the episode to listen before it's it's released again, it's it's like it makes perfect sense for the intro and the outro. Thanks. For sure. And anybody who's actually involved in the program, you can literally put the road to the sale up beside the song and follow it line by line. It's a step by step guide. So anybody who doesn't know what it is, that's that's exactly what it is. And it's hype beat made from an award winning producer that works with people like uh, he has songs with like Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa and like D12, Bubba Sparks, a whole bunch of people. I, I mean, I can't even think of all of them off the top of my head but uh yeah no it's been a really crazy experience as a result of joining the program so i'm excited to do this with you yeah perfect perfect okay so can you please uh, share your background before we go to the road to the sale <laughs> sure yeah yeah so um i, I guess it all kind of started uh out of out of college i ended up getting a job working with a uh, civilian contracted company to the the canadian air force and and i trained uh fighter pilots if you can believe that but uh i, I was so i was doing surface air missile site simulators for the canadian military but i was at the the biggest air force base in canada so we were training nato countries from all over the world and, and i was doing that sort of thing and it, honestly it was the, the like the coolest job short of being a fighter pilot that you could imagine like our office building was beside the runways and they, that's where they practiced the air shows. And for 
one month of the year I was playing war games with, you know, basically a $28 million video game with fighter pilots from all over the world. It was amazing. <laughs> Problem being, I was stuck in a salary job for about 38000 and I was like, this isn't going to cut it. And, and through talking to the company and figuring it out, I either had to work there another 10, 15 years until the boss retired or uh, get a degree in something that I had absolutely no interest in. So I had went to school for business management to eventually own a car dealership. So I decided to get into car sales and uh, followed that path. But uh, weirdly, I, I was into hip hop at the time and, and started writing songs as a joke. And through some random turn of events, ended up in Toronto and showed a guy my lyrics. And he thought he was good and he taught me how to rap. And then, uh, I mean, it, it's all kind of turned into whatever. And, and then... I needed to free up some time to to work on the music. I, I got excited about it. People, Enough people told me that they thought it was good. I was like, yeah, I can do this. So I actually moved to Toronto to do marketing for a studio that I was working with and that sort of deal. But I took a job in construction to free up my brain space because at the end of car sales, the end of the day, I was just mentally exhausted. And uh, so I got into construction. I'm a farm kid, so I knew how to do all kinds of stuff. It seemed like an easy play and, and guaranteed money. So I did that. And uh, I ended up running into Eddie from the TV show Love It or List It in a Home Depot one day. And this is after I had won an award building the house that we built. We took like a 2,500 square foot home, added 6,500 square feet to the back of it. We actually lifted the house like 21 inches and, and deepened the, the basements, like all kinds of craziness. So I ended up on the TV show Love It or Listed doing the renovations, running the crews for Eddie, and, and he became a good buddy of mine. And uh, so I took on some partnerships, and, and you, as I mean, I'm, that intro to your show about how you got denied for the visa um, is a really good il illustration, I think, for for people involved in this in this business of just the kind of things you're going to get slapped in the face with along the way. Like, you know, I had partnerships that I had invested in over these last couple of years that didn't work out doing half price things, trying to undercut things like, I mean, you make all kinds of mistakes on the way you're going to get slapped in the face. And it, it forced me into a job um, with this company that I work with now, which is Brock Windows doing sales. And uh, this year I started in May with them. We realistically only sold until November and I did uh, just over 850,000 in sales with the company. So, yeah, it was a, it, it's been a long road to get here, but now um, as a result of the ambassador program, Big Diesel Entertainment is uh, is a real thing. And it's been 10 years in the making and not something that I even thought was going to happen. But as a result of, of Road to the Sale and uh, all the people that I've met along the way and the connections that I have and, and as a result of the ambassador program, the people I've met, a new company has formed and uh, it's got legs, like real legs. So that's me in a, in a really long nutshell. It's kind of a whirlwind and a lot to take. But the thing about it is it generates enough interest that I get a conversation every time. People are like, well, what, what did he say? What's this guy doing? So it, it's been a really cool road to get here. But I'll let you talk now. It's your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry. Everything is about the 10x ambassador's experience. Everybody shares their own story. So can you briefly share your success after joining the the 10x ambassador group like that part or from that point when you joined the ambassador group what happened for you so i joined the ambassador group sort of at a very weird time so my my situation with this window company we're up in toronto and the ontario government had a rebate on 
and they were giving up to $5,000 a window or uh, per house to get your windows upgraded to more energy efficient windows. And the company that I work with, I chose because they offer the best product on the market. It's a little higher end. Um, so it had a little bit better profit margin and they can guarantee me that I'd be in five houses a day. Well, the problem was with the rebate in effect, everyone wanted our windows and we oversold our target by about $16 million. And then the government canceled the rebate and gave us one month to put in installs that we were booking three months in advance. So it essentially clogged the whole system and enabled it choked my my first line of income right as I was starting the ambassador program. That's the point I was at. So I'm in a situation where I'm getting force fed, sell, sell, call, call, sell, sell, call, call, follow up, follow up. But all that's going to do for me is create more problems for the company. So. As a result of having to hire on a bunch of dudes and, and trying to force all these windows to go in, obviously, you know, as well as I do, when you try and rush anything, things get skipped, things get missed, mistakes happen. So that, that was the situation I was dealing with coming into the group. Uh, but through actually getting to talk with everybody in the group and actually network and having that extra bit of time, I was able to kind of take a third person look at what was going on focus on some of my goals and what I was really trying to accomplish. And I came up with a game plan and I used the content of Cardone to essentially cold call my organization and put myself in a position where I could get in front of their $2 million advertising budget, help fix the actual install program and get it to work so that we're hiring from within uh, and promoting that sort of deal. And just yesterday, I got confirmation that the owner of the company is going to come with me to GrowthCon. And uh, it's a good opportunity for me to uh, fill his ear with some of my ideas and, and get him on Kurt on you and, and all that stuff. So it, that, that's been my biggest success is being able to work with people. And everyone that I'm working with has been hitting their targets and their goals. Like they, they all hit their goals at the end of the year. And Big Diesel Entertainment now is a real thing with award-winning producers from the TV show that I was on. So it's, it's, it's really cool. Wow, that's that's definitely a 10x in my opinion. You you got up, you oversold. That's interesting, and you run into problem, and just you use that problem to to create opportunity. You know, and it's easy to be the hero in everyone's story, but like as a result of this, I'm the bad guy in a bunch of people's story. And it was the result of a Better Business Bureau review with my name attached to it. Like in the review, it says Christian was amazing. He helped me every step of the way. But this company's a joke and it's the best company. We were voted, voted top choice for Windows again this year. Like we get it almost every year. But these are the reviews that are coming in. So sometimes it takes kind of those things and those problems for people to really excel. Uh, I think it's easy to get caught up in in the problems that you're facing at the time when you're buried eyes deep in the in the BS. It's hard to see through it. But coming in from an outside with the experiences that I've had and a film crew and the fact that I have access to uh, a bunch of sports celebrities and all that kind of stuff, I was like, we could really just bring in my buddy Eddie. We could do a PR campaign about how we're reaching out for help and, and trying to fix the problem. I don't want to call my customers because it's all bad news. How do we give them some good news, guys? Like, are we going to do this or are we going to talk about it? Everyone's pointing fingers. It's like, okay, I see where the problem is. Are you guys going to listen to me or are we just going to keep doing this? You're definitely taking page out of Grant Cardone's book. He said, like, take responsibility. So I see you're doing that. Although it wasn't your your fault or anything. Ironically enough, it, it was sort of... It, 
<laughs> so as soon as they found out that we had 32 sales guys, Grant's, Grant Cardone's guys were on me, of course. They're like, we want your company on our program and this and that. And I had tried to set up a meeting with my boss and the meeting was supposed to be before the year end lunch with all the sales guys. But because of all the problems that were going on, it was nonstop complaining from 27 guys and they all sold more windows this year than I did. So most of them, I think the lowest guy was like 1.5 million in sales. I'm like, these guys just ate a ton of cake and not one of these guys wants to put their name on a contract. Something has to change here. And because I couldn't get them on a meeting together because of these problems, Eddie from Grant Cardone's office is like, you have to take full responsibility for everything. And I was like, okay, how do I take responsibility for this? And I formulated a game plan and, and executed. So the one message that I will say while I'm talking about that is as much as we promote like 100 calls a day, Sometimes it's important to take a step back for a day or two and take an outside look at the situation so that you can formulate those 100 calls. Because if it's 100 wasted calls, that's just a wasted day. But if you can target those 100 phone calls to people that can actually help your situation or have a better than not chance of improving it, depending on what your goal is, of course, if it's just numbers, then hit the phones. But if it's if it's targeted and you have a target and a goal, then targeting those 100 phone calls gets you a lot further. Yeah, definitely. You you have some content to speak and also you have an exact goal and you know what to say there and it's a little bit personalized. So you're kind of different than the other guys that is that are calling for everything else, right? Absolutely. Yeah, interesting. How many years are you in sales? I guess overall about 10. Basically, from high school, the, your first interview, you're in sales. You got to sell yourself to get the job. I sold myself to the company the the Air Force training pilots thing and it was just a twenty eight million dollar video game. It was friggin' awesome. We were on helicopters and stuff. So I'd say basically since college I've been in sales. Wow, wow, wow. That that's great experience. So when did you find out from Grand Cardon? Like initially, not from the 10X ambassador. Like where did you find it and when? So Grant Cardone, I actually found about three years ago, the, the show Love It or List It moved production to the States because they wanted to take advantage of the bigger audience. Who can blame them? And Eddie, the guy who was the head contractor and got me the job, decided that he wasn't going and he was going to do his own thing. But I ended up making a barn door for a set of clients. And I was like, the quotes that they were getting for these things were ridiculous. And I was like, just give me the wood, I'll do it, and we'll see where we stand. And it turned out I could cut the prices in half and still make money. So I started advertising, and the first weekend I had seven sales. And then it was followed by another seven the next week, and and I had to quit my job with Eddie. And But he let me use his place uh, that we had gutted for a rental we were waiting for permits on as my shop. So it ended up creating a business, and I'm like, look, if this is a business that uh, is gonna feed me and I have to do this. I need to learn how to sell more and scale this thing. So three years ago is when I found Grant and it's been pretty much on all the time while I was working in my shop and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's been about three years is the long and short of it, but uh, the results of it really aren't starting to show until three years later. So everyone wants it to happen in a couple months, but it took him 30 years to get where he's at, right? Yeah. Yeah, overnight success happened after 30 years. <laughs> oh, for sure. And that's, I mean, like I've done a lot of things, but that's 10 years of just getting kicked in the junk at every turn. Like, trust me, it's its not all rainbows and sunshines, but 
it's, it's how you take those situations and roll with it. Like this podcast is a perfect example, and I think you're doing an awesome job. I, I just want to put that out there. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'm not a professional podcaster. It's like just an idea. Eventually, I guess I'll, I'll become great. It's just like the millionaire decision. The second you make that decision that you're not an amateur anymore, it's over. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. I agree there with you. You just need to commit. I like Grant Cardone saying like, commit first, figure out later. You will never be ready. Yeah, that's it. Like Big Diesel Entertainment, I, it wasn't even really an idea. I did one song and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you know what? I could do this now. Why not? Yeah, definitely. Before this call with you, I had a call with another guy in Thailand. He's really famous there in Thailand in the digital nomad and expat community in Chiang Mai. So I intend to create another podcast called Remote Preneurs. And it's going to be discussed about freelancing, uh, how can you scale business working remotely, how to outsource most of your job and scale your business affordably, etc. So this is a great connection for me to to meet the major players in, in that industry. So he, he asked me, like, uh, would you like me to arrange you a public speaking there? Like, would you like to give one speech? And I was like, yes, I'm ready. And I I definitely don't have a clue what I'm going to talk but. I'm committing even now, and that is going to happen in three, four weeks from now. That's amazing. Yeah, I was just talking to somebody yesterday about that, too. They were, you know, having a hard time, and they're making their 100 calls a day, and they're putting in the work. And I was like, look, I said, you're in you're in a business that essentially is, is network marketing or marketing related. You need to figure out how to get to your message in the front of 100 calls at once versus 100 one by one, right? That That's where your ability to sell your product at a mass scale happens like that. That's the reason why Grant is as successful as he is, is because, you know, he realized that early on that he had to get his message out there. And the harder he did that and the more people he hit, obviously the more stuff he was going to sell. Right. Yeah. Good for you, man. I applaud your courage to take it on, even though you've never really done it. But I think that this podcast is just a natural transition to speaking in front of mass audience. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I already have all the equipment. I already made a decision to do this. I would like that to become my my legacy, to help people all over the world just to learn how to make income without going to United States, without going to countries like that they have money or they believe something that magically will happen if they go to United States. And everything is going to be dependent on your skill and you're willing to work hard. And I'm talking from a personal experience. When I was kids, because I'm from Eastern Europe, everybody here believes that you cannot succeed if you're in Macedonia. I mean, nobody succeeds unless you steal. And the only way for you to be successful and make a lot of money is through politics, again, stealing, or leave Macedonia or Eastern Europe and go to United States or Germany or other place that they have a lot of money. Eight years ago, I actually went with that idea in the United States and I was working in California and I saw that it's not that easy. It's the same. It's individuality. Some person has like millions of dollars of, of houses and and has wealth and tens of thousands of people are homeless. And I was shocked because we don't have so many homeless people here. And I was like, wait, in the movie, is not like that. What is happening? I mean, somebody is lying. And eventually I, I saw the picture. I was successful there because I was working hard selling uh, Pepsi company beach bottles. 
I was the champion over there, even I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I came back to, to Macedonia, I decided to, to learn sale. And I, I ran into a network marketing company and we were selling life insurance. So you can imagine how hard to sell is that, but that's, that company taught me and showed me that you actually can be a sales professional and you can, you know, sell and make a living. I didn't know that. And eventually I found out a personal development books and fast forward, I'm here. So when did, when did you find Grant Cardone? I, I don't know if I, I heard that in your other podcast. Uh, Grant Cardone, I found on a YouTube cold calling, uh, YouTube video was one, one time, probably two years ago, two, two and a half years ago. I was looking for improving my cold calling skills because that's the way that I can sell. I cannot meet obviously the people in the United States. I do sell in the United States, although remotely, although I'm living in Macedonia. So I was looking on YouTube, you know, cold calling, uh, cold calling, etc. And I just pop a video from Grand Credon and it's an old video, probably like seven, eight years ago recorded. And Grand Credon was on the phone, on the, on the speaker phone and he was cold calling and he closed the deal. And I was just listening like how he's negotiating, uh, w- what he's doing, etc. And I was like, Oh my God, this is a real guy. Everybody else on the YouTube, they are just, it's, you, you can see it's a script and it's a bullshit. He was doing it real time. I mean, it was real. So that's how I, I found it. I started following him on YouTube. Eventually I, I bought uh, his book, Seller Be Sold, then 10X Rule, then the webinars. I've been following him for two years and I can say that he's responsible or his, con- his content helped me 3X my, my income since the first moment I, I met him. I found him on the internet. That's awesome. It's not 10x, but it's at least 3x. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you're you're still doing it and you're taking the downtime to think about other ways to add flows and, and do all that sort of stuff. So no, that's awesome. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast. It's uh, in some way uh, paying it forward for, for Grant, for the 10x nation and, and for everybody. That's the one thing that I do love about the, the, the group of ambassadors is like it's it's an over help fest. Like, how do you need help? No, how do you need help? No, let me help you for. And I think that's part of the message that gets lost in the conversation about everyone chasing after the money and the dream and the, the, the 10x time with your family and, and all that stuff is, you know, he says himself in in the things when you run into walls. And you, you can't figure out what the next play is. Help someone else. Help somebody else would get a win and, and use that momentum, right? But the other part that, that really stands out to me too is like it's important to grind and grind and grind and grind. But it's important to grind so hard that when you take the time, you can take enough time, right? So like every time he does the math in any of the scenarios, notice how the number he uses is always 300 and not 365, that means that there's 365 personal days or personal development days or vacation days. And I guarantee you on those off days where you actually take a second to like recalculate, recalibrate and retarget, you get more work done in your off day than you did in a hundred phone calls of grinding it out, trying to like force yourself to, to get better. It's better spent on a day on the phone with somebody like yourself or myself tailoring your script and recording it over and over again so you can have it down pat than it is for you like 
cold call yourself a hundred times that day. That sort of deal. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I agree there with you. I mean, you need to sometimes just back up, think about it, what's happening, and see how you can improve what you're doing wrong. I mean, if you're cutting the tree with with a knife, it it will take one year, and if you sharpen the axe, it's going to take half an hour. I think Abraham Lincoln said that. So that makes the most sense. I mean, that's a great quote. I love that. By the way, what's your favorite quote from GC from Grand Cardon? I think it's one of most people's don't be a little bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For instance, I just recorded the 10X anthem. I got to throw that out there. That That's the, the big thing that's going to happen in the next little bit here. It's in mix and mastering. But the morning of, I'm still trying to finish this thing up. And because of all the problems that I've been dealing with the last little bit, I haven't been able to sell anything. Turns out my second half commissions from the year don't get recalculated until X date. So I end up not getting paid the first pay period of 2019 while I'm doing this. So I'm owed like probably 20, 25K, but that doesn't help me now. You know, so I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to go and record this anthem now. How am I going to, you know, trying to think of every excuse to talk myself out of it. And just conveniently enough, the way that the songs are in my playlist, after the beat for the song was finished, Grant's thousand or what is it? A thousand ways to stay motivated or a hundred ways to stay motivated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it comes on and it's like, it doesn't matter if you don't feel like doing it, just do it. You're not feeling your groove. Get your groove on, baby. Don't be a little bitch. Right. I'm just like, (laughs) oh, okay. I got to go do this now. And you know, I think it turned out awesome. We'll see how everyone likes it, but I'm making an album. So I got 10 shots at this thing. I mean, if you don't like this one, you're going to love the road to the sale or, you know, the one I did for Hirsch. Um, but I'm doing custom music for, for everybody as well. So that, that's something that you can get for your own business to as well. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah. So the road to the sale actually started out as I think it was like week two or three homework assignment from when I joined. We were supposed to teach the class our favorite part of the course or what we thought the most important part was. And I knew everyone was going to do a video. And I was like, how do I show people who I am and what? So I was like, you know what, let me just turn it into a quick song. And I thought that there is no more important part than the road to the sale because we're all here to learn how to sell things or, or something to that to, to that effect. So I, I made the road to the sale. I made a little rough recording and uh, enough people liked it that heard the rough recording that I, I made it a real recording and then it became a thing. And then Hirsch from the group uh, with Webmation, he hit me up uh, about if I could do something for his, his brand uh, becoming legendary he was about to launch. So I said, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to be a part of it. And uh, we made that song and just through us talking and, and him finding out more about me and my history and all the things that he offered. Um, we've created Big Diesel Entertainment, which was my my baby from like 10 years ago, I guess. Uh, I just didn't realize. So essentially we'll offer like full packages for businesses or even like personal brands. So like customized songs with lyrics, uh, award-winning production, uh, but it's all custom. Like we will have ones that you can just like pick from a list, like a library, that sort of deal, royalty-free stuff. But you can also get custom, customized thing in any style too. It's not limited to rap. Like I'm, I'm a rapper. That's my strength. Uh, but all of the producers that I've met over the years and all of the artists that I've met over the years um, was really what wanted me to help 
these people and, and create a talent agency and a marketing agency to begin with um, is to create opportunities for all these crazy talented people that don't know where to turn. So a little bit greedy in the fact that I obviously want to get paid to find these guys the, the avenue. But this this created an opportunity to do that. And we can do customized anything from like reggae to, you know, hard rock to electric dance to country, like anything that you can think of. And we can tailor the lyrics to hit your message or your fan base or your audience or like video packages for your company, including commercials and and quick spots, that sort of deal. Um but because the the content creator for the big show is our video guy, uh, plus Webmation, we, we have like, uh, I mean, everything from CRM programs to automated follow up that we can integrate into your business payroll. It, it's really endless, even legal coverage for artists and, and businesses and all that kind of stuff. Wow, <laughs> sounds like a great idea. You have like a turnkey solution for everything. And also, I like it, uh, your songs, personalized, customized songs for your company can be used for promotion, for follow-ups, for everything. Because when I'm down, I'm personally listening to Road to the Cell, you know, like a battle cry for me before I do well, you know, the course. That's awesome. You know, what, you know what the problem with that was? And uh, I mean, even Hirsch said it to me this morning, like he heard the 10X anthem unmixed. So it's just the raw vocals. So. Having heard the road to the sale and comparing it to the raw mix, he's like, well, it just doesn't have the same punch and this and that. I'm like, dude, let the producer do what the producer does now and let's revisit it. And if not, we got eight more shots at this thing. Like, I don't look at it that way. I think it's awesome. My goal is to motivate and to help as many people as humanly possible. It is my biggest strength and my biggest downfall because I trust too hard, I guess, sometimes. But being burnt so hard, you learn. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's true. I like what Grant says. Uh, You should learn from your mistake, but you should learn more, even more from your your success, from your winnings, from what works. For sure. And I've, I've seen enough people try to do a million things and fail to know that it's not necessarily going to be in my best interest to learn how to do everything with email marketing and my best interest to learn how to do all that stuff. I mean, you got to pay to play, right? I want to figure out how to pay people to do all the stuff that I don't know how to do and offering high-end stuff, building high-end homes, being on a TV show, having a buddy that's married to a famous sportscaster doesn't hurt the thing. So, you know, it, it'll put me in a position where I can do like celebrity golf tournaments and like all sorts of crazy stuff. But it's a result of just one thing kicking you in the balls and, and shooting you in another direction. You're like, okay, that didn't work. Okay. How do, how do I take what I learned here and, and, and bounce it? I, I think that's, it's awesome watching the, watching people like all the people that we follow now went through exactly what you're going through now. If you're, if you're getting kicked at the teeth. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Everybody, every successful, legit person has a story that it's kind of similar. Like he, he went down in the dirt and he finally raised and again he fell down and he raised and he fell down and he raised and he became an overnight success after 20, 30 years. <laughs> Generally, right? Yeah. One thing I've been saying recently, and I don't know why, I don't even know if it makes sense is the ball can't bounce until it hits the ground. <laughs> If you're falling and you're like, where's the bottom? You can't bounce until you hit it. So, you know, just keep plugging away and, and good things will happen. But it's easy to get caught up in the negativity of a situation and like 
people forget about their last success so quickly in pursuit of the new success. You, you forgot that you just crushed your goal for the year. Like it wasn't supposed to happen. You did it, but it, it wasn't big enough. So it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. 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 But you can always use the previous success just, you know, as a confidence booster. Oh, for sure. But that's what I'm saying. There's not enough people do that. They, they're focusing on the problem at hand and it's easier to focus on the problem than it is to find the solution or focus on a past success and what you did to solve it. I think people cannot see, you know, past the problem is same like you're watching or staring in front of a tree uh, that you cannot see the forest. Yeah, for sure. So it's kind of similar to that. How can people find you if they want a customized song? Um, so I'm on Facebook as Christian Garfield, Christian with a K, uh, obviously, um, if you're in the ambassador group, you can find me pretty much in everywhere. Uh, I comment on a ton of things. I'm trying to meet everybody and, and obviously be omnipresent as well. If there's anything that stood out to me about Grant's lesson, it's that, but on Twitter, it is real big diesel on Instagram as well. Real big diesel, uh, just like the fuel and, uh, also, number1music.com slash Big Diesel is where I send all my traffic to. I've got just about 250,000 plays on there. So uh, rather than try and create new traffic flow. Um, and also, when you post the podcast, I will uh, I'll post the link for Road to the Sale and, and anything else. So on YouTube, um, I think it's Real Big Diesel as well. But that I'll have to verify. Okay, perfect. And by the way, why Big Diesel? Can you tell us like specifically? Where is the nickname from? Yeah, so the first time I ever went to the studio to record a song called uh, Where My Lady's At, it was kind of a comedy hip-hop song. Um, it was a bunch of Jamaican guys uh, in the, the back of this like electronics repair place with a little studio set up, and they're all freestyling to reggae beats and, and doing their, their Jamaican thing. And I was like, that's awesome. So I stepped up to the mic and I, I spit something that I had written before. And when I was done, the, the one guy is like, yo, 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 you got that fire. What do you call yourself? Or no, he's like, what do you call yourself? And I was like, dude, I don't call myself anything. I, this is my first time ever doing it. He's like, you got that fire, man. I'm going to call you white diesel. And I was like, wow, white diesel. I like that. And I said, I don't think white's going to fly though. I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> trying. You say it, it's cool, but me throwing that out there is not going to go well. So <laughs> I sell big trucks. I love big trucks. I'm a big dude. Uh, and my whole thing is to, to bring as many people with me as I can. So I was like, you know what? Big Diesel fits. And uh, we went from there. And it's a big name, right? Yeah, it definitely. It's it's recognized. Like, it's big and it's diesel. Nice. White diesel. <laughs> Right? Yeah, no, that's how it stuck. And yeah, I was just yeah, like, big no. you know, diesel it is. I love it. You spit that fire, man. I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, tell me, what message would you share with the people that are on the fences about joining the 10X Nation or the 10X Ambassador? Don't be a little bitch. <laughs> Just do it. Like, honestly, I, I made, just from the ambassador group alone, from the things that I learned from the people talking back and forth and posting successes, like things I had no idea even existed within the first week was worth a thousand dollars without the university 
at all. And I even paid more. I put it on a payment plan because of the way that my payments were structured with work. I didn't have the cash. It was so I actually paid more for it. So don't be a little bitch. Just do it. It's worth every penny. You'll have it back within a week or two. Just invest in yourself and get it. That was strong. That's probably the best I've heard so far from the podcast. <laughs> That's what I do, man. I, that's what I tell people. I'm like, look, I don't offer to help you unless I actually think I can help you. An absolute worst case scenario. I'm not trying to sell you anything. If you get on a call with me, I will leave you pumped up and motivated by the end of it. And you'll have a better feeling going into your day. That's valuable. Believe me nowadays with all the negativity from everywhere. I think that that's, that's great service that you provide. You know, and like, I'll be the first to admit, as far as like my follow up game, it's lacking, let's say. And, you know, my personal fitness game, it's lacking a little bit as well. We're doing things so hard at such a rapid pace in a program that's just like force feeding us and making us do things at 10 times the level anyone else is doing them. Even if you're at moving at a 4x level, you're still moving four times faster than everyone else on the planet. So it's easy to get overwhelmed. Don't let the content overwhelm you. And if you're at a fine, at a place where you're like not sure, just call somebody that you like and work your power base. It was a literally a fluke phone call to the, to the Levender listed producer guy that turned into this being a real thing. So. Take a step back, have a look, reassess, make a phone call. Don't be afraid to call somebody that you haven't called in a while just for no reason. Uh, you never know what it's going to turn into. Yeah, exactly. Just, just make the call, as Grant says in the university. Just make the call. Don't think about it. Okay, lastly, who would you refer to be my next guest? Um, Let's see. There's a couple people that come to mind. One guy that's a local guy, he's actually up here in Canada as well, but uh, he's on a sort of a similar mission to help as many people as he can. Um, so I'd love for you to interview Matt Berge would be be one of my recommendations. I want to talk to him more, but obviously that guy's super busy. I think he'll he'll make some time to, to come on your podcast, though, for sure. Um, and if you could get one of the Cardone guys on, I would say Eddie or Jeremy, it would be awesome. Hernandez or Jeremy, I think Moore is his last name. Those guys have been great through this whole thing as well. So definitely we should include the GC stuff. I think you should. I mean, that's how you're going to get known as well, right? You got you to gotta be reaching out to those guys. Reach up, as they say. Yeah, definitely. I like your idea. I haven't thought about it, but I definitely like it. I would like to hear what it is firsthand to be near Grand Cardone and all the culture inside of the company at least i can see it only from youtube video i would like to for somebody to explain it how it's really really pumped out there yeah for sure i mean there's there's a ton of stuff that you can learn uh, i watched a podcast with uh ed milet and uh, uh billy jean is marketing the other day that was kind of a a big eye opener as well, as far as the content stuff goes. Um, but like for me myself, it's not my skills that, that are going to make this work. It's, it's my ability to associate people with each other and, and recognize skills, right? So I, I'm a good connector, uh, and a good motivator for people. So, you know, I, I'm not relying on myself to do all of this stuff. So I think it's important for people to know that. To understand the importance of networking and, and adding skill sets that you don't necessarily need to learn yourself to add to your business. 
Definitely. That that's why you can just reach up and and connect with somebody else, and somebody else is good with something else. So you can just. I think that's how you build great idea, great company, great great product. It's not all about you. It's about the network. Well, and it expands your client base too, right? So at the end of the day, if they already have a client base of two thousand or a hundred thousand or a million people. Uh, if you have a solution for them and you add value, you don't have to sell them to make money. You, you can work together to do it. So there's more than one way to skin a cat. I always leave myself open to the possibilities. So it's important when you're fact finding to also talk to people and see what's important to them and, and what they're doing and, and what it is, because you're not necessarily just there to sell windows. What else do you have to add to this person's life that makes you worth the extra amount that your windows cost? Big diesel. Why diesel? <laughs> Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. I think your road to the sale, it, it rocks, especially for the intro and outro. And when, before I make calls, I always listen to it and I look forward to listen to the, to, to your album, the upcoming 10X album. Oh man, thank you so much. I, I appreciate the fact that you're using it. Like I said, and, and those, those words right there are what makes me do it. Guys, thank you for listening and. Next episode, I hope I'll bring Matt and somebody from Grand Cardone's team and 10x your day and listen to Road to the Sale before you start your sale. Bye-bye.